waves get lost in the ocean. Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And we have a wonderful guest today, and his name is Joe McQuillan, and he's here to talk. He's been here before. Uh, Joe has come to my uh, radio station and we've talked about his book and it's called My Search for Christopher. And, you know, this is a really um, sad story, but it's also an enlightening story because it's nice that Joe has come to share this story with us. And before I get started today and, and bring Joe on, even though you can see him there, um, he came to visit me earlier this year and we talked about what happened. But for those of you who don't know what happened to Joe's son, um, I'm going to read just the introduction to his book so you all have an idea of what we're talking about here. And then um, we're going to catch up with him and find out what he's been doing this year in 2019. So sit back and relax. This is Nancy Yearout, your host, and we're here with Joe McQuillan. And I'm going to read you a little bit of what Joe's story is about here. So sit back and relax. On June 3rd, 2016, I sat surrounded by the evidence of Christmas. The tree was still up, there were holiday cards in a basket on the end of the table, and my son Christopher's new golf bag sat in the corner of the living room. It was a fine Christmas. One of the best. For some reason, me, my wife Sally, and I kept piling on the gifts. I even went back to the mall early Christmas Eve to grab one more cologne gift for Chris, a bottle of perfume for Caroline, and a shaving set for Will. So why not? It was already over the top. Everybody was happy, and we knew that Christmas with us all together would be remembered, and it will be. Along with a group of high school friends, Chris spent the night at one of their parents' lake houses in Wisconsin, an hour and a half away. A last hurrah before Christmas break ended and and school started back up. Just after noon, I received a call from one of Christopher's friends, Scotty, whose parents owned the house, telling me that Chris was missing. When the group woke up in the morning, Chris and three of his friends were nowhere to be found. I had Scotty text me the address. I'm looking at the text now on my phone as I write this, Joe says, and started driving north. About 40 minutes into the drive, I received a call from Scotty's uncle that the unauthorized, that the authorities no longer called it a search, but rather a recovery as all four boys had drowned in the icy lake. And what follows here is what happened um, after um, to Joe and how he has contacted Christopher on the other side. Joe, welcome to Hira to Humanity. Thanks, Nancy. I appreciate you having me on. I'm so thrilled to have you on, and I get chills every time I read that, and it's been... I got to tell you, I, I wrote it, and I cry when, when you read it. You know, God so. bless you. I, I know you still miss him so much, and um, yeah. it's been, let's see, so this happened in 2016, uh, so it's going on four years. Yeah, January 3rd will be four years. And, and I have always chills. Have, it started a, like an impromptu thing at the grave, the... the 
the first anniversary, uh, some of his buddies from college texted and said, hey, Mr. McHugh, can you, you meet us there? And I was planning to be there around sunset with Sal. And I said, sure, we went earlier. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, you know, 60 kids <clears throat> wow. ended up showing up between college, high school, grammar school, neighborhood. And, uh, and that's been going on this, this would be the fourth year. So it ended up, you know, I, I had a hockey cooler and some cigars for all the boys. And, I love it. And, and then the next year I, had, I brought a table up and, and, and had some hot chocolate and some Bailey's Irish cream and a cooler of beer. And then everybody came over to the house and it happened again the third year. So, you know, like all these things have become tradition. Uh, we're doing it again this year and his wonderful loving friends who have all graduated, got jobs. Wow. You know, we're all commenting, you know, see you at 3.30 on the third. You know, real should go up and then hang out at my house right. and our house and just celebrate their friend and my son. Yeah. He was a really popular guy, Christopher. Yeah, 2,000 people at his uh, wake. 2, Gosh, 000. look at what an impact he, doesn't it, doesn't it make you just happy that he had such an impact on people while he was here on this earth? You want to know something crazy? Sally, last week at... One of the we, we have a, a golf outing for right. Chris, and Chris was in the special ed program where he would wanted to be a special ed teacher, and 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 there was a program called Penguin uh, Players, and it's for adults with disabilities, young young adults with disabilities who perform right. a lot of downs, a lot of emotion, and it's wonderful. And right. he was a mentor in the first year they did it, so we raised money and and have a ball doing it, and always in his honor. And so she went out there for uh, Sally went out there for one of the Penguin player performances and and they you know they end up donating a check for, for scholarship funds wow. for some of these That's special nice. ed kids yeah. and and half goes there and half goes to a place called imbalance ranch with teens with addiction teen boys it's a boarding school right and they just dedicated a, a ranch house or a new student living called McQuillan manor to him <sighs> and so she went out to the friend house where he had you know, we had gone the first couple of years and then the kids graduated. So she stopped by and, and moved. They went to a new one. So she expected, you know, nothing. You right. Know, she, just went, she walked in and immediately saw <clears throat> a shrine to Chris with a, with a, <clears throat> wow, with a poster up that said, a legend, legends never die. And, oh uh, my God. And, and the pool room was still dedicated to him with the bills poster and the, the flags and pictures. So it's amazing that going on four years yeah. and, and uh, you know, his, his spirit, and I think a lot has to do with his spirit, his active spirit is still so part of so many people's lives. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, I wrote down some questions and you were here on my show. I'm so glad you came back to visit me here because <laughs> you, too. your story was uh, touched my heart dearly. And I've thought about you and I've seen you on Facebook and all the different shows you've been on. And I, I think of you all the time and I think of what a great soul you are to have done this, to have honored Christopher in such a way. And I mean that. I just think it's it's wonderful. And, you know, coming up on the anniversary, how is the family? I mean, have you guys done any grief counseling? I never ask you that question. Did you ever go that, have any? That's a great question. So yeah. um, Sally's a therapist, you know, and, and what she started doing is private practice out of the house. So, you know, that's, that's really neat. I mean, she, you know, she had gotten her degree before we got married and then she raised kids and then she went, she was working at different counseling centers and then decided to do it on her own, right. which is, she's amazing at it, which is really wonderful. So she, she goes to therapy every week. And, and, uh, the only thing about the, you know, her, her doing the, uh, 
the counseling at home is I can't walk around in, in my flamingo, pink flamingo <laughs> boxer shorts. Yeah. Or, or walk out. Yeah, I play hockey on Sunday night. So <laughs> on Monday mornings, I love to go out to the hot tub and just soak before I go to work. And that doesn't happen with people in the office. I, I, I don't want to scare them. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Uh, and Caroline sees somebody. Will is at that twenty-year-old age where okay, Will's twenty, and, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but Will's twenty. Caroline's twenty-three. She's twenty-three. Okay, and Christopher oh, would and Christopher would have been twenty. He's he'd be twenty-five. Right so now. he was the oldest. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He was twenty-five. Okay. And uh, and and to be honest with you, I've you know I've been in AA for thirty-four years. So I still go to meetings. I went to one yesterday. I go to meetings a couple times. And that helps you. That helps you with this. That's very therapeutic. Okay. Very therapeutic. Okay. You know, I, you know, and I'm still so vested in, in, you know, I appreciate your comment and that I'm, you know, good heart, big heart, but I tell you, I'm a different guy. Right. It changed you. I was in January, 2016. Right. Right. You know, my commitment is to a a different calling, a higher calling than it was before that. Yeah. well, no, and, and that's one of my questions, actually, that I have written down here, because I thought, Joe has become more spiritual, and I wanted to ask, you feel closer to God? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if you remember me telling you this, but you read it in the book, but right after, I, I had believed, I went to 13 years of Catholic school. Right, and, I do remember and, that, yeah. And I believed in God, you know, the same way I believed in the Postmaster General, right? I just didn't really interact a whole lot. When I got sober, I knew that a power greater than me removed the compulsion, right, at, at 28 years old. And I was right. a wild man. And at 28 years old, it was removed. So I believed that there was a caring God involved in your life. Right. But when Christopher drowned, I'd come back that first week. I came back from Wisconsin. There's so many details, the plots and funerals and receptions and, you know. His stuff everything. and just like, all of it, yeah. Dated all the stuff and, and you know, readings and all, you know. Yeah, we'll and, talk uh, about that too. Yeah, so so I would I would get on my knees at the end of the night as I do every night, and I say thank you for keeping me sober, thank you for my family. But I also said, but I'm peyote. You took my kid. Right, I do remember you talking about so this. I did that you for were mad at days. Yeah. yeah, I was mad at God. Yeah, until finally he gave me the message. And what a good guy! He comes out, of, he takes time out of his God job to give me a message that I didn't take your son. His recklessness and self-will caused him to come home early. And remember, I lost a son too. So at that point, Nancy, I knew that God wasn't this judgmental, uh, you know, King Midas moving chess board pieces around. I knew that he was the reason I was able to function during those those dark, dark times. So, yeah, my my belief in God is is very strong. I know Chris is in in the world that he's part of, and I'm very grateful for that. Well, and you know, um, when you can now, can you connect? Like, I know you've connected and we should tell the audience because I haven't really um, talked about this, but you started to connect with mediums because you uh, knew that uh, he was around. You, you started to seek out different mediums and how has that gone for you? And you might want to tell the beginning of the story of how it worked out. And then we'll talk about, I have some questions for you. Yeah. Really cool is that, you know, 10, 12 years before, 14 years before, I'd seen a medium and it was really mundane because there was no sense of urgency. I didn't, my parents, God bless them, I adored my dad. There was a whole chapter in my old man in the, called Iron Joe in the, in the, in the book. Yeah. But my, my, my parents, 
uh, you know, left the kind of normal time. They did their job and moved on and they did a hell of a job. They raised 10 kids, five that were cousins and took them all in as family. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was just amazing. Wow. And just a big loving family. Like I said, it's like, it's like being raised by circus people, but it was such a fun <laughs> loving existence. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and I wouldn't have had it any other way. Yeah. You know, I'm so proud. Like Chris, proud to be McQuillan. He had a McQuillan family crest tattooed on his forearm. Oh, wow. As does, uh, I didn't know as that. Does, yeah, as does William now. He okay. snuck out, took Chris's ID at first year after Chris and went and got it. Got the same crest put on, elaborate Irish crest. Nice. So, um, you know, so so I saw a medium, and and at the end of the reading, she said to me, "Your dad's here, and he's holding a caboose, and he's saying railroad." Now, if you look over my shoulder, there's a railroad lantern between the two hockey. Oh yeah, I see it. Right. Yeah. We were railroad family. My dad spent 40 years on the railroad. Every boy worked on the railroad. I was a brakeman on the railroad. I went to work with my old man. It, we, 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 that's who we are, a railroad family. Right. So when she said he's holding a caboose and saying railroad, this wow. was in 2000. This was, this was long before anybody had Google access. And even if you did, there wasn't going to be for this, you know, this blue collar Irish Catholic hardworking man from Buffalo, New York. So, right. so I was like, wow, that's an interesting dad's. Dad's, dad's out there. Well. Yeah. His spirit's there. And then I just put that in the file cabinet, in my brain and moved on. So when Christopher drowned, not long, I mean, right after I reached out to that same medium. Right. Located to surprise Arizona. We've got about 30 minutes to break. I'm going to go to break and I want you to finish your story when we come back from break. Our time goes really quick. So this is too Nancy. Quick. It goes too quick. This is Nancy, your host, and we'll be right back on High Road to Humanity. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hey, all you high road listeners out there. I just want to take a moment to share with you our new sponsor. I've been working with bestradiotravel.com to bring the lowest hotel prices to my loyal listeners. Stay tuned during the show to hear more about how you can save 15 to 30% off your hotel rate. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yearout, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com.
We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Earle, and we are back today with Joe McQuillan, and he was telling his story. His book is called My Search for Christopher on the Other Side. What a good-looking guy. I always think that every time I look at the book. I always think, God, what a handsome guy. But you were telling us about the first medium that you went to see and how she picked up on the the railroad. and, and that, Nothing else but that matter. That's crazy. And so when he did when he did drown, you know, I reached out to that same medium and, and and amazingly, she said, look, she said, don't put your, get your hopes up. Spirits who cross this early generally haven't learned how to communicate yet. Right. She came back and she said, this is crazy. You know, she told me things that nobody knew that I didn't know until I got the coroner's report. You know, so she told me all kinds of things that, that Chris said and did. And, 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 and bottom line is at this point in time, I wasn't willing to accept a world without my son in it. Right. Now, to be honest with you, I'm I'm a blue collar guy at heart, right? Right. And and I'm a facts facts and you know and boots on the ground guy. So if this is all hokey BS, I just want to figure that out and cross it off. Right. Okay, right. And if it's not, let's pursue this. Let's let's attack this with a vengeance. No, when, can, I, I want to stop that. you for a second. I want to ask you a question because sure. this is important to me because, you know, I'm a psychic and I do readings yes. and stuff for people. I'm not a medium, but I'm a psychic and I do connect. Right. I guess I should say I'm a medium because I do connect with people who have passed. But I want to know. So you are a medium. <laughs> well, I'm able to. This let's is get weird. That straight. That you makes know, you a medium. You know what happened? Do you know what happened to me this year, Joe? And, and this is after you and I talked. The more I've done this show and the more I've talked to people about all different spiritual things, it's like God kept giving me these shows. And the more I did these shows on High Road to Humanity, the more connected I got with God. And so then I would be in the shower and it started. I'm going to tell you this story because I've never told you this because I haven't seen you. So um, I was in the shower. It's probably maybe four or five months into my show. And uh, my boyfriend from when I was younger, like 14, 15 years old, came to me and in the shower. And I'm like, what are you in my head? You know, I could hear him. I knew it was him. And I was like, what are you doing? I'm in the shower. And he's like, I passed. And I'm like, what? And I was just like totally freaked out. And then I looked it up on the on internet and he had passed like eight years ago and was just like in between. But I didn't know how to send him on, and I had to go to my teacher, and my teacher taught me how to send him to the light, because a lot of times, people get stuck. And then the next girl, then I had another girl come to me, like, right after that. And it's always in the shower. It's always in the shower. You know, now I've learned to ask him not to come in the shower anymore. (laughs) But I have... He's still a 15-year-old soul. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. But I've learned that we can, once you connect with God and you really connect on a daily basis, and once you do this work, you can help other people. And what I've learned is that I have been able to help people pass and go to the light, to God. A lot of times they get stuck in the middle. Christopher didn't. He yes. went right away to the light. Right. Sometimes people are afraid or they don't know where they're at or maybe they weren't spiritual and they don't know. So that's been my uh, enlightening experience this year. Yeah. It's been huge, by the way. And, and, and one more thing I'll say before I, 
end on uh, uh, this whole subject is about me is that I became closer and I'm more of a believer because of this. And I feel sure. like I've helped people. I've helped. You go from a know from a believing to a knowing. Right. I mean, that's the difference. Yeah. You make that it's it's just a shift. It's yeah. a shift. Yeah. You know, my wife, who is very supportive of all this, and she's, you know, yeah. very bright and very intuitive and very helpful. And she feels Chris. She doesn't have the benefit of the downloads that I get. And and he adores her and talks about her all the time. Um, but her friend on the day of Christopher's golf outing, September uh, 10th, uh, her friend took her life. Oh my and, God. Uh, that same night, I, um, I walked in, and we were loading the, the truck up after the outing, and she said, you know, what? you know, my friend took her life. And, and you know, somebody who had been a dear friend and struggling with depression and such. And she, Sally was seeing a healer, which she does. And the woman said, you have a friend here, named her. I ah. said, she need, you need to help her cross over because she's afraid let go. She had a daughter with disabilities, emotional disabilities, the side that Sally's kind of taken to. And, and, and she was afraid of letting go that everything wouldn't be okay if she did. So it was amazing. Sally played me the recording. So, so you um, know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, haven't experienced it myself, but I, but I got to sit in the, the front yeah. row and, and listen to what happened. Yeah. And so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's when you're doing light work. You know, that's yeah. what you do. That's yeah. who you're supposed to be. I'm, yeah. I'm not a medium. Right. You know, I, I, I have a connect with my son and, and, and I feel and smell him. I have well, a, how do you connect now? I mean, okay. I know you must meditate and I know you started meditating yes. and I know yes. you bring in the light. How do you connect with them now? I mean, how is, does it by writing? Cause we talked about that. Yes. And I still, you know what? Yesterday, I had a session with Susan Giesman, who's brilliant. Susan wrote uh, Wolf's Tale. She wrote uh, Still Right Here about her experience. She was in the Joint Chiefs of Staff right, and, right. and retired to do this light work. And and, yeah. and her and I, I, she did an interview with me. I pursued her. I, you know, Chris told me, run her down, you know, so... Um, you know, I, you know, so she, she interviewed me and then she offered to do a reading and I let time pass a little bit and we had it yesterday. It was wonderful. It was amazing. Wow. wow. So I still take any opportunity on my birthday, January 9th, uh, which is the, the, the day I don't like to celebrate my birthday. It's no, you have to, Joe, you got to celebrate yeah. your birthday. Come on. And you know what? You know, <laughs> we, we, we buried my son on January 8th. You know, so January 9th is not my favorite day. You know, so, and I'm getting older. I'll be 63. You know, I'm, 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 you I'm still look good. You still got all I'm your, still, yeah. You still I'm got everything third. going on. <laughs> you know, you know, so, you know, so I still do. And then a few nights ago, you know, I had the, I woke up at two o'clock and started doing some stuff. And, and at three o'clock I sat down and, and, and I did exactly what you did. And it's kind of cool. So I'm getting feedback from people who've seen, like your stuff and all the interviews. Right. There was a guy named David Moore uh, uh, or Kevin Moore. Kevin Moore. I know Kevin. I, I've been on his show. Yeah. Yeah. He's brilliant. He did yeah. a thing. I, I was the first episode of, they call us channelers. Okay. And it's on YouTube. It's got 50,000 views. Look at it. You'll yeah. Love it. Yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's freaking brilliant. Yeah. And spent the night here. You know, we went to the grave and we we did half in my office here. Oh, nice, nice. And he was, and so you got to see it. It's, okay, I it's will. The first one is just look. Yeah, and I know Kevin, and I know Kevin. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. So 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 people are sending back and saying, "Look, I'm following exactly your recipe." And mine was like, you know, kind of like a stew. Like, let's try this, let's try that. I do the same thing. I get up, I I I, I, I you know, light some sage. I light. A, 
double candle because I believe Christopher and I are twin flames. Um, oh, I love you know, that. I, I really like yeah, that, by the way. That's awesome. I put different pictures around which in front of me, whether he's alone as a baby with a friend, yeah. with my sister who was his godmother who crossed last February, January. You know, I do that. I then, you know, cleanse, clear my head. I do, I line my chakras. And then I start, uh, I listen to the meditation, either guided meditation or meditation. And then I get into a quasi-trance and start writing. Right. I get down this and they'll just be casual conversation like, hey, pop, you know, how you doing? You've got to do this and you got to let go of that resentment. It's he guides enough. you then. He guides you. He's, he's your guide. He's very much like a spirit guide. I don't think it's his official title, but I think it's what he does. I agree and with that. he does that. guide me. Yeah. And, and, you know, and so I still do that. I, I do that a couple times a month, easy, two, three times a month. I'll get that. And I, I still entertain whenever I can the right opportunity to be with, you know, I would, I'll go to a spirit circle now and then. But the truth matter is I love one-on-one right. with you and me. Right. I love with him and I. Right. You know, like most people as much. Right. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so spirit circles kind of wear on me, but but I'll go right. and be of service. Right. And, and But the bottom line is those are the things, the little things that connect. I mean, certain places or thin places for me, right. this office is that you're looking at, uh, which was his bedroom, the grave. That we go to, he doesn't live in the grave. I know he doesn't live in the grave, but he travels with me, and our communication is really good there. Right. Why? I don't have a clue. Okay. No, I probably won't know until the energy is good there. The energy is good. Beaches in Florida at night. Why? I don't have a clue. I don't know. I just know that beaches in Florida at night, I feel him so close. It's it's an amazing. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to address that. This is what I think. I'll just give you my opinion. It's definitely. I love the, it. Yeah, it's the water. It's definitely the water yeah. because we are made up. And when I wrote my book, Wake Up, the Universe is Speaking to You, I researched water. I did a whole chapter on water. And we are like 75% water. And so I, and we're energy and water. So it makes sense because you told me this before. And it really makes sense that you would connect with him by water for that reason. Yeah. Just because yeah. we're, we're made up of water. So yeah. I could see that. I could see and that. And there's something special about that body of water. Okay. I don't know, but but you know the, the Gulf Coast of Florida. There's something very special about that. About that particular area. I don't. You know what? I and then this year I uh, I went to the uh, I went to the uh, Sedona. Okay. And, and 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 part of what I'm doing now is I'm, I am writing a second book. I'm in no. Are you, Jeff? Yeah, it's called. All right. Called, yeah. What's it called? It's called now what? Now what? I know. That's what I I want to know now what. <laughs> I love so, it. So there's an Irish term that I stole called thin places where the, where the veil is thinnest between the both worlds. Right. And so I, you know, I, I, I went to Sedona and, and I did a, a you know, five hour tour with this woman who was just really cool. And, and just with the, you know, the crocodile, you know, the old beat up leather hat, yeah. she, you know, not somebody, not, not some, you know, you know, stage in person this is a real legitimate the real person. deal man <laughs> real deal and, and we got out there and we, we were in and, 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 and you know doing the tours and and going to all these you know, the energy spots and she said by the way you know you don't know this because i don't tell people you know i'm a tour guide it's my thing but i'm also a medium and, and your son's been with you since we stepped in the car she goes he's oh. beautiful you know? oh. and he hasn't left your side oh. he's really happy about the pursuit so you know i went there it was good I, I gotta be honest with you uh i thought the vortex would really knock me off my my socks 
and it was good. But it didn't but knock it you off your socks. No. Yeah. yeah. I, I next summer I went to Lilydale. Okay. Last summer I went to Lilydale, which is the oldest spiritual community in the country. And where is that? Where is that? It's in Western New York, forty-five minutes from where I went to college. Okay. Half hour. I mean, half hour from where I was going. Fifteen minutes. Forty-five minutes from where I grew okay. up. We're about one minute to break, but finish that up. But Lilydale is the oldest spiritual community, and, and during the summer, everybody who lives there, owns houses, is a certified medium. That's all it is. It's, you got to check it out. It's amazing. Whoa, that and is so cool. There's a great, HBO did something called No One Dies in Lilydale. So look it up. It's, it's, on, it's on Netflix. That is cool. And so I went to Lilydale right. and spent the night and experienced that, and that was incredible. That was cool. Just absolutely cool. Hey, listen, we got uh, about 30 seconds to break, so we're going to go to break, and then we've got two more segments. So, you guys, this is Nancy Yearout, your host, and we are here with Joe McQuillan today. His book is called My Search for Christopher on the Other Side. I have stuff marked because I just love his book. And before we before we go to break, I'm gonna, I am gonna got 20 seconds. I'm going to read this to you. It's in the beginning. It says, Goodbyes are only for those who love with their eyes, because for those who love with heart and soul, there is no such thing as separation. And that's from Rumi. I think that's great. This is Nancy Urat, and we'll be right back. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity, but make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use, and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. This is Nancy Yearout, and we are here with Joe McQuillan. We're talking about his search for Christopher on the other side. Joe is telling me about this really cool place in New York where it's all mediums, and I'm going to have to definitely check it out. And tell me the name of it again, Joe. Lilydale. Lilydale. It started in the 1880s, I believe. All right, I got to check that out. That's awesome. And every home, everybody who's there has to pass these crazy tests, registered mediums. It's, It's, you know, very accomplished. They have sessions every day. It's called a place called Inspiration Stump. They've done it for a hundred years. Wow. Where you'll go there and then you'll sit at these benches yeah. in this circle. 
and and they'll have three or four or five mediums just generally just doing their thing. Right. They tested me too for the one. I have one that I'm on and uh, cool. I was on for a little while. Yeah. And they tested me before I went on there, which was kind of interesting. You know, I, and I went, I went to inspiration stuff at three o'clock in the morning. I brought my daughter with me. I was going to Buffalo. We were having a book signing and, and there was a television, uh, hometown TV station that wanted to do an interview. And, and it was great. I was, I did this book signing at a place called Hall Walls on Delaware and Buffalo and kids from little league showed up high school. My, Seriously. You know, it was just, it was just amazing. Sold out. It was so, and, and my favorite part of all this, Nance, isn't talking about me. It's talking about Chris and then Q and a, and like always 40, 50% of the, of the audience had lost kids. You right. know, just wanted some answers. Closure. Closure, peace, peace. Or, or, you know, just hope. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I walked out of that thing. Chris and I flying high, you know. So um, it was just a fun trip. And then we always go up to Canada for a family reunion. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, I where we rent houses like 40 McQuillans up there. And it's just an amazing experience, you know. That's awesome. And, hey, I want to know, um, what's Christopher say he's doing on the other side? Yeah, great question. So he's working with kids. Okay. He's working with kids on the other side, um, basically kids who cross who are confused and scared. And I've been told by all kinds of mediums that he's like a Pied Piper, always has been. He was always one of these guys that kids were just attracted to. And he was just a jerk to his sister and brother. (laughs) (laughs) But he was always so patient and kind with other kids. They just Kindness. I remember you talking about he mentioned he mentioned kindness was so important on this earth i remember you saying that three things are important henry james first to be kind the second is to be kind the third is to be kind you know and i think that if anything else i've absorbed that uh since this event much more than before you know much that i understand the importance of the impact of of your actions and your caring and your words and your, your and your thoughts. You know, has he talked to you? And I just want to ask this because this is Nancy being curious. Has he talked sure. to you about Jesus? Has he talked to you about You know God? what's funny? He had, He's talked about God. And what he said about God is that we're all God. Right. That there is a God, but we're all part of God. We're all God. Never gotten into Jesus. And it's funny. One of the first book readings I did, a, a woman said, has he said anything about Jesus? He had to have said something about Jesus. I said, you know, he hasn't brought him up. And he goes, oh, no, he had to say something about Jesus. And I said, you know, maybe just hasn't bumped into him yet. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, um, you know, so he, has, he hasn't brought up any deity. He has brought up, I think, the, the, the feeling that, you know, we're all part of this big thing, that there is this source, and that's God. Well, and I believe what you just said. I believe we're all little gods and we're all little creators, and we actually have way more power than we give ourselves credit for. You know, Christ said in Matthew, this, 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 and this much and more you can do in my father's name. Right. When all the, when all the apostles were oohing and on a miracle and he said, you can do this too. Right. You know, you have to in, believe in my father's name. Yes. It's in my father's name. Right. You know, so I, I believe that too. I, I think we're all sons of God. I think, you know, he said to me, we get a kick out of you over here. Oh, like, really? I was like, who's we? You know, Everybody, I know, huh? I know it wasn't me <laughs> saying this because I don't know who we was. Was right. it him and his friends? Was it him and who's we? You know, we get a kick out of you over here. You know, so I I do huh. believe that we're all sons of God. And I, I feel very loved by God. Yeah, me too. But I think Christ, you know, the, the anointed one was the favorite son. You know, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like the favorite son of the family. 
you know, and and I think there are other ascended masters who were in, in, in league right behind them. I agree. That all hold, you know, high levels of places. And, and I, I just don't necessarily know if you get to hang out with with Jesus and Buddha when you're when you're going on four years in your journey. You know, but stay tuned because he and I stay in touch all the time. So, like, do you ask him questions like, hey, what do you think about this or what do you think about that as far as like your family or, or your, your own path or, you know, the new book, great. those type of things? Great question. I mean, really great question. So when I'm meditating and he's and he's channeling with me, right. I'm dictating. I'm just taking down messages. Okay. I'm going with the flow. Okay. When I'm with a medium, I'll ask questions. I ask you know, um, Susan Giesman you know, a couple of questions, you know, and so those are the questions that I ask him um, when there's this flow that I'm confident the communication will go back and forth. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm still to this day, you know, this has happened, you know, you know, going on, three, you know, three, four times a month for going on four years and still worried that something could cause a connection to break. So, no. you know, no, yeah, I believe you. I, yeah, you know never. Because the energy flows, man. I can tell you for sure. <laughs> and he says that, that he, he says that too. He said that through Susan Eastman. She goes, he's never going to leave you. And no. Cool. She said he's showing me the the she's showing me the the pyramids in Egypt. Okay. And he's and why she's showing me that is he said that he can do that and still be with you, which means you're not keeping him from anything on his side, which was really reassuring. I, I don't want to be keeping him back from promotion and grades. And, you know, right. he told me one point, he said to me, look, I'm being, I'm, I'm being promoted. You know, I'm, I'm going to a different level. And he says, don't worry, Pop. It's not going to hurt the communication. He said, it's like a long distance call from Tucson or Los Angeles. Right. It's the same clarity. Well, yeah, you know, and if you think about, and I want to say this to you, that's exactly right. If you think about radio waves and how we hear the radio, and you don't see the waves, but in the end result, you hear, you know, right. from the energy. That's and it's this exactly great. the same thing. It's exactly. That's great. It's That's exactly. really great. Yeah. You know, when people ask me about communicating with yeah. people they love and say, well, hi, you know, yeah. I've done this. And I said, what have you done? What have you done to enhance that connection? Right. Right. I mean, remember the days when, you know, cell towers should like lift a phone off a balcony to try to get a, a, a yeah. signal. Yeah. Right. Well. It's the same thing. You've right. got to do something to clear the waves, the, the waves, and and to, to 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 make it work. For me, it's always three o'clock in the morning. Can't tell you, can't tell you why. Well, you they know, say that's when spirits are most active, and I don't know why either. Um, right. but the energy is the strongest. Um, but I believe, if I could get everybody, I know that this is what I really think, Joe. I just want to throw this out. After all these shows I've been doing this year, yeah. I think. You know, our whole thing is down here to learn and to grow our souls. And I think eventually the whole idea is for us to all connect with God. And I once, right. And once we connect with God, then we become all one again. If that's my, that's Nancy's philosophy. I, I think Nancy's theory is, is amazing. I always felt that God made me an alcoholic so I could find my way back to him. And so, you know, doing service, helping others. And then I got to a whole different level when I was given this gift of, of communication with my son. Right. And kind of like in, in the pro AA is that there, there's a saying that says you got to give it away to keep it. Right. And that's how I feel about this gift I'm given. If I hoard this, 
I might lose it. Right. So I've got to extend myself to the mom and dad who just lost somebody and don't know what the heck to do. I've sent out, you know, boatloads of books and just sent them out, you know, to people. Right, to help. To see you know, they, you can go on to Amazon.com, by the way, and get the book. Yes, Amazon um, got time, you guys. It's called My Search for Christopher on the Other Side. Just so you, I ordered another one of your books. I'm going to have to have you sign it one of these days for me, Joe. I'll send, you know, send me your address and I'll just send one out to you. So right. I send them out all the time. Thank you. I mean, you know, I, 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 this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. I got to follow the breadcrumbs, man. Right. No, and I hear you. I totally hear you because when I became intuitive and psychic, you know, my husband's like, oh, you don't want to do that. And that could be weird. And, you know, I have, but it's what you said. I have to do it. And he's gotten better, but I have to do it regardless of what anybody thinks because that's what God wants me to do or he wouldn't have given me the gift. And he wouldn't have given me the wanting of bringing people like you on the show to expand everybody else's minds and to help us all a little bit here on the planet. I mean, that's what I really think, Joe, honestly. I think you're, you're dead on. And, 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 you know, there's, and, and believe it or not, there's not that many skeptics. You know, they, they say that 75% of the people on earth have had some sort of metaphysical experience right like with an angel or with a person that was an angel or angel you know so yeah. a spirit a yeah. family loved one yeah sitting on the end of the bed so i yeah i got one more thing joe i gotta tell you I got to oh, tell you this. I, well, because I miss talking to you because we have we have so much fun. I got two minutes to the break. But okay, so my father. I'm not breaking. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> no, you have to. I'm breaking. <laughs> I'm breaking. So, so my father uh, was in New Mexico and I was in Texas and he was uh, 89. And his quality of life had really gone down. And I had a show that morning and uh, I couldn't get to, I could, well, the night before, I couldn't get to, New Mexico quick enough. I made the the flight uh, reservation and everything, but I talked to him on FaceTime, you know, thank God for FaceTime. So I said, oh, yeah, I said, daddy, I love you. Thanks for being such a wonderful father. You were, you know, you, I couldn't have asked for a better dad and that's the truth. And I love you and go do your thing. And he had such a hard time walking and he couldn't hear. And it's just his quality of life had really uh, diminished. And my daughter was there and she, uh, we FaceTimed and I, came out of my bedroom and I walked into the living room and I sat down on the couch next to my husband and I looked up and I saw my dad standing yeah. there, young, blonde hair, yeah. jeans, a shirt. I swear to you, I can tell you exactly what he looked like. He was there for a split second, young, handsome, muscular, and he did the wave. He went like, see you later. I'm see you later. <laughs> Adios. Adios. I'm going to go. That was the biggest gift that God has ever given me because it made me know for sure because I've seen it now with my eyes and it gave me closure with my father and it touched my heart because I got to see him for one second. I got to see him and I told my husband, he's right there. (laughs) He's just like, what? I'm like, no, he was right there and he's gone. So anyway, we got uh, one more break here, guys. We'll be back. This is Nancy. You're out here with Joe McQuillan. We're having a great time. We're on High Road to Humanity. (laughs) And we'll be right back here in a few minutes. We'll be right back with the High Road and more. Don't forget to visit Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to sign up for her intuitive personal coaching program or to book a psychic reading. 
Do you ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to The Living Room, a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Urald, and we are here with Joe McQuillan today, and we're talking about his book, My Search for Christopher. When's the new book come out, Joe? I, I'm in no hurry. I mean, I, I, if you look behind me, there's a stack this big of research. <laughs> I've written a few chapters. I'm really kind of enjoying the process. I mean, the first one was kind of an obsession to write it, and he, right. Christopher wanted me to finish it by, by Father's Day of 18, which I did. Okay. You know, and it got published by November of, of 18, which is insane. Right. You know. So it's been out a year and, and has been received really well. And, right. uh, uh, you know, I love more exposure, but we just, you know, we just keep left foot, right foot. That's right. But I want to tell you a great experience that kind of connected to what you're, you would have with you and your dad. So my, my sister, Marsha, my favorite sister in the whole world, was a real source of love. She was an older sister, married when I was five out of the house, but real source of love for me. Mm. And, and, you know, and I always wanted, she was one person I just never wanted to let down. And, and so, uh, you know, she was Christopher's godmother and she crossed over in January, right. um, you know, almost a year ago. And, and they were really close. And she, the same just acceptance and love that she had for me, she had for Chris. She just adored him. Just, right. And they, and he knew that she, he could trust her, that she loved him no matter what. Right. That was Unconditionally. Really, yeah. Unconditional. Perfect example. Yeah. So, unconditional love. Yeah. So he had told me so one of the first things is Marsha was a real source of love for me growing up. And so I was with her about a year ago, uh, you know, before she died. She said, you know, you know, she said, you gave me the greatest gift. I read your book and I'm not afraid to die now. She was dying of cancer. And she made the choice not to keep going with treatments. It wasn't working. And so Christopher said to me in one of the sessions, don't worry, Pop. And he would call me Pop when, when you know. And sometimes in dance, sometimes. So very pop. The minute she crosses over, I'll be there. She won't be alone for a minute. So <clears throat> when this is it's so cool when you get validation that these downloads aren't from you. Right, right. So it's coming from somewhere else, over, right? Right. And he said to me, Marsha crossed and we were all here. He named Jerry, Bobby, Pat, Marsha, um, uh, Billy. We were all here, which were all her siblings. Uh, you know, my, my siblings. And she said they were all here across. But then she had to go somewhere. And I was like, what? He said, she had to go somewhere because the trauma of her of her cancer, she had left her body behind, but there was still trauma. So she had to go somewhere to heal. She said, think, he said, think of it like a spa. And he said, when she came out, she was even younger than when I was a little kid. 
you know, I never thought of going to a, a spa to heal. I mean, it's a healing place. And it was a gentle way to tell me about going somewhere where you heal and you cast off the remnants of this side, you know? Well, yeah, and because we, we get so much negativity and that's why we talk about clearing our chakras and stuff all the time, right. because all that negativity attaches. And that's, I believe, you know, everybody argues it back and forth, but I believe a lot of times that's where the cancer comes from. Because if you don't know how to clear yourself you don't know how to get rid of some of that stuff. I, it sticks to your energy field. That's my feeling on that one. And when she was dying, she would listen to my book on Audible at night in her in her hospice bed, which really oh, made me feel so good. I was there with her. I was I was there with her a couple of days before she died. I flew home, then she crossed, and I came back to to Florida to, to be with, help the kids with the arrangements and. And they're not kids. I mean, they're grown people with their own kids. Yeah. You know? But yeah. But you know, Marsha's. I've been told by Susan Geisman yesterday, and by you know Andrew Anderson and everybody else that Marsha and Chris spend a lot of time together with the rest of the family. You know. That's cool. That's really cool. Well, and do you, what do you think about that? Is that why do you clear your chakras every day? I oh, just, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, but I a mean, lot of I, people I literally don't know to I'm do it. I'm not that smart, so I literally still take. You know. Uh, you know, a printout that I'd gotten from a medium, Andrew Anderson, and I have a couple of them. And, and when I do this stuff, I'll pull out different pictures that are printed up. But I always start with pulling this thing out and going up through the chakras, right. you know, right. and, and why? Because it's repetition, right? You know, and I don't, and whatever worked, I don't want to break the chain. Right. No, and I agree with that. Um, you know, a lot of uh, people bring the light down through their crown chakra, through their body. And I do that. And uh, I had a lady on last week and she's always, everybody's always talking about grounding. And it was interesting. I had, she was a shaman and she said, imagine two red balls uh, at the bottom of your feet. And this was interesting. She said, bring the light down through your crown chakra and then ground yourself by bringing that light to the balls, bring it back up through your feet and take it back up. She said, think of it as a loop, just like an electrical loop. No one had ever wow. said that to me before. Yeah, I liked it. I did too. And I was, she goes, because it's a loop. It's a, the energy coming down, the, the light from God. You ground yourself by imagining or visualizing those balls below your feet, which, you know, you hit that. So it grounds you down and then you bring up the light. And then what was cool was she said, you bring up that light and you send that energy that energy you don't want up back to god because what she told me was you're gonna love this show she's like she's like i worked in a this is what she told me i thought this was so cool she goes i worked in a like a museum and she's like a really calm person and she's been a shaman for a long time like 19 years or something and she said i would watch these people come into the museum and they were negative and I would take their negative energy from them and take it through me, take it down and take it back up and shoot it up to God. And they would have the biggest smile on their face. And she said, I would do this all day long. She, so I started to realize that if somebody's in a bad mood, I know, right. I was like, Whoa. And she, so I, now I realize that we have the ability that if somebody's really angry, whether you know them or not, you can take that anger, you can take it through yourself. You can take it back up and give it to God and enlighten that person's load. Now, what do you think about that? I thought that was cool. I've always, I've always, I've done this for quite a while when I got a problem. When yeah. I got a heartache, when I got something yeah. um, that I'll envision, you know, like a basket and a hot air balloon and just putting those in there yeah. and then just releasing those up. Right. 
Right. You know, it's like, dude, this is on you. Tell me what to do. You know, right. I, I'm going to do what you tell. But what you got to do is, when you tell us what to do, you got to do it. Right. You know. Right. You know? It's well, two way street. Right. Part of this is well, the biggest thing here is to have faith in something you can't see. Right. You know what? What is it? I got a great quote. What you got? This. about just about that and i had it wrong for, for many years and and i so but the basic is that 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 that, that faith is the song the nightingale sings before the dawn mm-hmm. you know how do, how, how do these creatures have faith to start singing and the dawns come up every day since right. that right. you know right. they don't sit around and doubt well whatever doesn't come up today will look pretty stupid you know what right. i mean they just they just buy into the program and right. and that's where I am on this. Yeah. You know, I you know, people say, Wow, it's a little out there. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> either. And dude, and dude. And if if not believing, you know, makes you happy, float your boat, God bless, you know. Except but aren't they gonna be surprised when they get up there? <laughs> well, I've done there's a shock jock. You know, that I've been on his show and we actually like each other. But he said, I just don't buy it. I think it's all cool. Oh, no said, way. You know no way. Yeah. And I said, you know what? And he said, you know, I, I don't want to hurt your feelings. You seem like a tough enough guy. I said, I'm a tough enough guy. It's okay. I said, I got big shoulders. I said, but you know what? What I would do if I were you is, is remember what I'm telling you. Because at some point in your life, you're going to need it. Right. You know, until you don't need it, just put it in your pocket, man. You know, tell your story, walk it. God bless. Yeah. But when you need it, you you got to find your way back to you. To the source, which is God or right. Yahweh or whatever term you want to throw it as right, it's right. all God. It all goes to the same place. It all goes to the same place. What um so the new book, I want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um what what are you putting in there? Are you putting in some stuff that Christopher has talked about or um are you putting in your experiences that have helped people? Oh, um, similar is is that I've kept record of like I did in the first book, every medium visit, every channel visit he's had with me or spirit visit he's had with me. And then the experiences about that. Remember, I walked into that first book with very little knowledge of, of what I was experiencing right. and kind of, and kind of, which is kind of cool because it's, it's almost like a how-to book, right? Right, right. Or, you know, you've never been through this, pick up the book. It'll give you some Guidance. Some kind of grassroots guidance yeah. that I figured out, right? Yeah. With with some help from Chris. Right. All the help from Chris. So the next book is is that it's a continuation of every meeting we've ever had. Like I said, uh, and, and back behind me is a folder this thick with every one that we've Have done. you had some that weren't that weren't the real deal? No. No, everything I've ever had is now I will tell you I've had some I'm just curious. I mean I'm just experiences asking that weren't good. Yeah. You know, but it's like saying to you Nancy, have you ever gone into a restaurant and had an average meal? Right. Sure. Right. Have you ever gone into a great restaurant and had an average meal? Yes. So, yes, there's been experiences with some mediums right. that was adequate. Okay. But, you know, and, and a lot has to do with, I believe, it's like coaching, right? The way, the best coaching is when the coach connects with that player. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it's like a teaching, right? A history teacher can get one, connect with somebody. And that's how I feel about mediums. Right. That not every medium connects with me or my son. Right, exactly. There's one medium who's kind of a world famous medium, big shot medium. And it was pretty much no go, right? Wow. And, no and, you were surpri- and you were surprised. 
I was surprised because of the notoriety that went with this person, but the personality just didn't mesh. Right. You know, they, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you and I go, this is fun because Nancy gets me. Oh, yeah, I right? do. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm an acquired taste kid. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, my boy was a handful. So I know. We got, we got about one minute till the end of the show, but I'm going to tell you something. I... Uh, I've had so many people on my show and I've been so blessed with so many interesting people and they all have gifts and they all have a story to tell, but yours has always stuck out with me. Um, it's just, yeah. And you, just because it's so real and it's so down to earth and it's so like, cause everyday people need to get this. You know what I mean? You don't right. have to be a PhD, you know, you're an everyday guy and you know, and we're just having a conversation about this stuff. And I just want people to learn and grow and know that this isn't it, man. There's another. And if I can do it. I can do it, Nancy. Yes. Anyone can. I know. That's the message. That's why Chris wanted me to be this ambassador. And you are, and you do such a great job, Joe. And I'm so thrilled that you've done it and it's helped you. You look great. And I think it's helped you so much get through this. Don't you? Yeah. I, oh, you know what? I, I have no idea how I would have gotten through without this mission. I know. I, I don't know. know. I, you know, I, like other people I've seen in this position, I probably just gave up. And who would have ever thought? Son? Who would have ever thought? It wouldn't I mean, let me. Yeah. Yeah. But you would have never would thought you know. would have done this, Joe, would you? No, no. It certainly wasn't on my to-do list. <laughs> hey, let's, let's talk to your dead son and write a book. Oh, no, my, God. Oh my God. Oh, my God. All right. So... We got it. We got to get going. But when then... I'm so grateful I get to still be with him. I know you are. I know you are. Well, because you'll always be with him. And before we end, that's a wonderful thing to say because you'll always be connected with him. Yeah. You will. Yeah. And we're like, just like I'm connected with my dad. There's times yeah. where I can feel my father around and I know Me he's too. around. I don't see I him. I chill. I get a chill on the back of my neck. Yeah. On my back. Yeah. He's here right now. Right. He was here at 2 o'clock this morning. You know, I know when he's there and I just feel comforted and loved by him. Right. And what a gift. Right. You know, I mean, I, you get cheated in one way and you get yeah. something else on the other hand. Well, you got to promise me you'll come back when you when you get the new book out. I will, I will come back whenever you want to chat. All right. And I want you to have a very Merry Christmas. I will. Send me, email me your address. I will. And I'll shoot you out a, a, a Christmas copy of the book. I so. will. And send me yours. And so put I, a reindeer sticker on it. Yeah, send me yours so I can send you a card. And, and Merry Christmas, and I wish you well, and God bless. More stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. To sign up for my intuitive life coaching or a psychic reading, visit my website, www.nancyyearout.com. My email address is nancy at highroadtohumanity.com. So have a fabulous week and know that by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination.